right in front of you welcome back to joe jordan you know who it is it's adam it's matt we're decaying with the boys and we want a security team just like dave Chappelle. cancer sucks we can all agree so we decided to do something about it by joining the live stream for a cure starting on may 19th and running through may 21st tons of podcasters and content creators are coming together for a three-day streaming event you can tune into the whole thing with the link provided in this episode's detailing and some of our friends are going to be involved, like Talking Smack, Unchefed, Cult Worthy, Nikolai's Kitchen, Ocho Duro Parlay Hour, and much more. The boys are scheduled to take over the stream on May 20th from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. We hope to see you there so we can drop kick cancer in the dick. Thank you for those who have already donated, and a print thank you for all those who plan to donate in the future. Hope to see you there. So we are back in the Jojitorium, and as you have previously said, Adam, I am a, I am a thorn between two roses today. Sure. We class the join up extra today as we welcome one of our guests. Well, actually, you guys are kind of both guests today. I am in a guest seat. Today. Yes, you are. As you can, for those watching on YouTube, I have taken over Adam's seat, much to his. Just you fucking hate this. My so. command center. <laughs> oh, good. You're in my command center. I see why you like this. This is very omnipotent. Yeah. I feel like I like. Oh, I stretch my legs out back there. Yeah, too. dude. Yeah. I could podcast for hours back here. It's cool. This is really nice. Yeah. So we have had some great guests, but they all pale in comparison to the dynamic duo, the people's champ, first lady of brews, come together to form Bash Brew. So I get to, uh, you know, interview the both of you, which is great. But due to like nepotism or whatever the fuck you want to call it, you guys can't win the award for best guest. Uh, that's fair. Yeah. There's no way. If I gave it to you guys, it might be, look fixed. There's a Will Smith yeah. Yeah. thing that might happen. It's an independence. Yes, yeah. it it, tr it truly is. Um, but before we get into anything, uh, let's let's go ahead and drop all your socials again. Usually, for we have her bash brew and some upcoming dates, real quick. Thanks for having us on the show, Matt. No, you're welcome. Uh, our Instagram is bash underscore brew and Facebook at bash brewing. Silence your cell phones. Yeah, that's me. that was me. I'm a professional. Um, <laughs> and yeah, just uh, real quick on some dates. Uh, Six days from when you're hearing this, May 14th will be uh, Best Brunch Ever, ran mm -hmm. by Field by Hops, out at Hop Farm. So hoping to see you there on Saturday. And then June 4th, Brews and Bruises down at the Ross River Race Garden. And then July 16th? 17th, 16th? 16th. July-ish. Middle of July. <laughs> middle of July. Is the uh, Brewers and PA Homebrew Invitational, also at Hop Farm. So, And then go to the Instagram. We have our full calendar on there. Yep. And as always, it's uh, at Bash underscore Brew. That's Facebook, Instagram. If you can't find him, just go ahead and follow us at the KNWTV. We always put the dates up on there, too. So we are in round one. I have the dynamic duo in front of me. I understand this is one of Lori's favorite beers. Put all, this, all that together. Call it round one beers. What do we got? So we have a little something from our friends, Abjuration Brewing Company. Who just got a new sign today. It looks very nice. I saw that on the Instagram. On the Instagram. But we have their... Matcha milkshake ale in nice. front of us today, and it is a milkshake ale, as it says. So a little bit of lactose in there, um, and it is <laughs> conditioned on a ridiculous amount of Madagascar <laughs> uh, vanilla beans, and then it is brewed with a calculated amount of matcha tea <laughs> So a shit ton of this and a calculated shit amount of this. Shit ton irresponsible amount of vanilla, <laughs> and then a very. Very calculated amount. How much would it suck though that like 
the vanilla is so expensive, but the match is so affordable. <laughs> that it is. Yeah, it's like, oh no. So you could inverse that. I mean, I don't know ways. how expensive matcha powder is. I would it imagine it's got to be cheaper. Not too bad. It's got to be cheaper than vanilla beans. A hundred percent. Yeah. Paid in sound effects. So if you guys want to know what's going on with Abjuration, all you do is search them out on all social media. It's Abjuration Brewing Co. on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter. Uh, they have a tap room down in McKee's Rocks, and they have an outdoor seating area that I hear is very, very nice. And I will be visiting that place very, very soon because I want to check it out. Um, I also love outdoor drinking. And uh, so we're going to go ahead and get into these beers. They're lovely That's green. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go keep out there with no, you. Go for it. You uh, I'm just it. drinking the whole one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. First Lady of Brews gets the hit cruise control here. So, Adam, go ahead. What's your first thought? Uh, first thing you notice, the first thing you have to notice about this beer is the color. It's green. It's matcha green. The incredible Hulk juice. It, it definitely is. I, um, I thought I thought that or Slimer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, nice light body on it. Uh, you get a you get that vanilla bean. You get the little bit of the lactose in the in the milkshake ale, and then that sweetness fades into like a nice matcha earthiness. Uh, I really enjoy. Yeah. It. I, I agree. I agree with all that. I like the the balance of the sweetness with the slight bitterness of matcha. I think it, it plays really well, and I do love the color. There's something about uh, you know as, as you're slamming beers at some place, and then you, you get poured one of these bad boys. It'll stop you in your tracks. You know, I it like that. It looks good in a flight. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Especially yeah. in abjuration flight because it's already like here's some beer beer yeah. colored beers. Then here's a red one. Here's a green one. We have some blue ones. What are you thinking, Lori? It's pretty close. I drink a lot of matcha, so it's spot on with uh, my morning drinks at work. Nice. Perfect. So it's just hitting all the cylinders. And her good. She's had every version of this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think we've been drinking these since the beginning. So would you say this is your favorite one from them? Like their favorite beer? Or is it up there? Yeah. Yeah? Does anything rival it? Oh, just in general? Oh. I, I mean, know. from them, from Abjuration. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think this, this is, is their. I it. think this is your go-to for them, as far as their weird ones. The only one I really other liked too was when they did that experimental batch with the teas. That Earl Grey one was up there with this uh, one. We have I some listeners like that, that I really one. like to hear that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we have some Earl Grey fans out there. Me too. Me too. And like now that. they're that super happy that you that said was a really that. good one. Yeah. So we have these beers sip on throughout the first round. And since you guys are the guests on today's podcast, I need to dig into the inner workings of Bash Brew. Now, I've been lucky enough to be friends with you guys now for a long time. So I do have some insight, but our listeners do not. And we have listeners from California to the Ukraine and back. So have fun because they might not understand what you're saying. (laughs) I'll try. So, first and foremost, happy belated anniversary to the both of you. How many thank years has it been? You. Thank you, thank you. Uh, three. three. Three years married, many more together. Seven? Six, six or seven, yeah. yeah. How'd you guys Ish. celebrate? What? Well, good. Whiskey. Whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> that was my choice. Um, so, part of our honeymoon is we did the bourbon trail. So, I want to just go get some good whiskeys at a bar downtown. Wonderful. Awesome. What about you, Adam? I'm sure you're, you're, you're food-based. So what, what was your highlight? Uh, the whiskey place had not only great grilled chicken wings with yeah. like hot honey Ooh. and Cajun blend on the sauce. Confit. 
They were and they were calling feet cooked, That's yeah. Good. So, which means cooked in its own fat. Yeah. We yeah. are talking about the Warren, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. The Warren downtown. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the Warren. <laughs> so we had that. Some really nice bourbon and sushi. Which is wow, what a strange. mashup! Yeah, and we had like I don't know my kind of sushi, which is like tempura fried. <laughs> I think there was tempura fried shrimp and crab on it. Exhale. Yeah. But there was roux in it, which I should. I mean, it was called something else. It was like a specific kind of fish egg. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I wonder what that is. And I looked it up. I was like, "Eh, I shouldn't look that up. Well, he (laughs) already ate some. If he would have looked it up before he ate it, then he wouldn't have touched it. But (laughs) he already ate two pieces and was too too deep to go back. So what was the turnoff? Just fish eggs. Just the idea of what it is. Just the idea. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we got to go back and talk some beginnings here. So, so Lori, uh, Adam is just. Jones in the move in with you. Did you know he had that passion to brew beer? I think that might have moved in first. The beer equipment moved yeah, in I'm first? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we were brewing up here before you fully moved in. That's correct, yeah. So, I yeah, I got that room. before I actually had him living here. <laughs> well, that's perfect. So then you, you just kind of knew what the the what was going to come. Where it was going. Yeah. So, and you've always been in the beer and entertainment uh, seen you've had some different jobs here and there where you've really had uh, like your fingertips on the pulse of you know the scene as it evolved. Uh, does this attribute to you becoming as heavily involved in the process of brewing now? Do you feel like you've used some of those ideas and skills? Um, yeah, we started well, started I just bartended a lot, but uh, when I, I worked in Seattle and we used to go to this place called the Tap House, which had 150 taps. And so I was trying everything there. It wasn't, this was in, what, 2011-ish or so. So beer wasn't quite where it is now. But we used to do a lot of, I mean, experimenting with bartending. But then I'd always go after there. And that's how uh, Boilermaker was my favorite thing. And then we would keep, like, doing different, like, well, what did we do? This liquor and this thing. And one of my main desserts was a Young's double chocolate stout with a shot of raspberry vodka. So it was like kind of like a raspberry chocolate cake. Damn. Okay. Didn't know that years later, like, hey, we can just make beer that tastes like cake by itself. You don't need to mix it. <laughs> <laughs> so like it kind of started with the idea and then it just, hey, you can actually do that. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. <laughs> so Adam, we talked about that interest in brewing earlier. Uh, did you always have the idea this would become such a significant part of your life? Um, I don't know. Uh, not, no, like not right off my first batch or anything. Um. I got it, my, I think we talked about it on the podcast before, just briefly. I got it as a Christmas gift, mm-hmm. like a little starter kit. Uh, made that beer, really liked it, wanted to continue home brewing, but uh, wasn't, no, I didn't expect it to get as out of control as it has now. It was just, I think it was after, like, making a few beers, trying some other homebrewer stuff, and, like, just getting feedback, like, it grew and grew and yeah. until what it is now. Yeah. And now you guys are known as like the beer couple too, like on Instagram and on social media, it's, you guys are always associated with that bash brew brand, which is cool. How, how, how nice is it to share something like that, that you guys are seen as a couple together focused on that idea. Is that something you guys like kind of revel in or is that something you guys are still kind of getting used to? I, I like when we go and like a friend we already have introduces us to somebody new and they don't say that, Oh, that's Adam and Lori. They're like, Oh, that's bash brew. And they just point <laughs> at both of us. Um, so I think that's pretty cool. Um, I don't know. How do you feel about it? I, I like no, it. I do. 
And uh, yeah, I think it's just it's it's really nice that something I'm so passionate about, my wife's as passionate about. Like not only just brewing beer here, but like the craft beer scene yeah. in Pittsburgh, the craft beer scene in whatever city we vacation to. Um, That's kind of how nice. I always made my friends. Yeah, was through bartending and stuff. So food and alcohol, like even when we're off, like okay, we're all gonna go cook and make drinks on our off time, like. That's- yeah, I think that's what we did. And I think like the majority <laughs> of our friends we've made in the last five years are all Mostly around the that beer. craft beer territory. Like, yeah, we've made a lot of good friends here in Pittsburgh. That's a I'll, very social, yeah, thing. Yeah, and that's what <laughs> I, I like a lot about it too. You know, I get to I, I see you guys evolve, not only in Bashburg but like in your own areas, and just seeing the connections you guys have made and the people you hang out with. It's got to be. It's got to be, if you look back at where you were b- before brewing and where you are now, it's significantly different. Um, and it's, and I've only seen like positivity come from it too. I mean, not everything is going to work out great, but for the most part, you guys seem to have found a great group of people to work with. And it seems like you guys continue to prosper uh, in the homebrew scene. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's not slowing down. No. Co- COVID couldn't completely shut us down uh, or stop us from brewing. We still brewed every almost every other week. Um, and just got creative with how to get rid of it, you know, not get rid of it, but have people try it. Yeah. You know, that, that's such a homebrew thing to say, by the way. <laughs> well, <it's>, yeah, <laughs> like I think a lot of other homebrewers can, you know, share that idea where it's like, oh, I brewed this beer. Um, it, it was good, uh, but I want to do this beer next and I need to, you know, I need room. I need to, space. I yeah. get rid of this. I need to get stuff out of fermenters into kegs, out of kegs, into yeah. people's bellies and like get to the next one well you guys saved my sanity during covid too you allowed me to come over and brew with you guys so i mean i, I got to be a part of it uh as much as you guys would let me so i just seeing how you guys operate together was pretty cool and, and we talk about the growth and never stopping so the you know there's tons of accolades and victories and championships here at bash brew and it continues to grow and gain recognition uh there's offers for collaborations there's offers for uh events and showcases and competitions so I just want to say congrats on the latest victory, uh, the trash competition. You brought home uh, first place here. So you took the Dark Roots Stout, correct? Correct. Yeah, uh, Dark Roots Oatmeal Stout. Um, it was in the Dark English Ale? British so. Ale category? It's on the it says back on the back of, of, it's on the back of the metal behind you. But uh, no, thanks. Yeah. I, I don't think we have that many first place victories, but you're very generous in doing that introduction. Hey, man, I've seen... The, I'll never forget being at home and watching you guys take over the leaderboard at the the one event. What was it down at the Rankin area? Oh was boy, the, not the that big, was the that was a big pour. It was a big pour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was Where there was the voting. Pour. Yeah, yeah. And you guys like you guys beat like established breweries that day. So I mean, I you know you could say you don't have a lot, man, but I think when you, <laughs> when you take out all those, I guess there are, yeah, I guess there are more accolades than I can think. Like yeah. when it physically like metal wise, we're getting there, but yeah. yeah, I guess we've done pretty well. I forgot about that one. That was a lot of fun. A ton of fun. That was man. a cheesecake that was beer too. That was a forever ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that was one of the first ago. ones we did. Mm-hmm. So, and then, and that talks about the evolution of the beer too. Like you guys continue to tweak recipes and tweak ideas. So when the dark roots, you know, and I've been lucky enough to be a, you know, a brewer's assistant and got to taste the beer as it comes out. And this, this batch tastes better than the last batch. And then the last batch of that. So what, what did you guys change around for this newest edition that helped you guys to the first place victory? 
You want me to take that one? Yeah, I, I, think, I, think, I think you had to work that day. I say, you did yeah. this one without me, so. So, I mean, it, it was actually really um, nice that this beer won. We've brewed it. It's probably the beer we've made in some iteration more than anything but the Jojenator. Yeah. I think we brewed this one almost a dozen times now. Uh, it originated as an Irish dry stout recipe that we did for a pig roast for years. Um, since we met, we were brewing that beer. Um, and then from there, I tweaked it for uh, Ricky up at Dark Roots when yep. he wanted a stout. And we actually tweaked it into an oatmeal stout with cherry in it. Oh, first. yeah. I remember that. Um, then I was like, hey, man, I, I, don't, I don't disagree that the cherry's cool, but it's more expensive. It's not really coming through well. Yeah. Can I tweak it a little more, take the cherry out, and just, I think you'll like it. So we tweaked it that way, brewed about three more batches. Then this latest one I did um, over the f this last year, I've worked more on water chemistry. So this was the first time we brewed it with full water, a full water chemistry calculation. Um, and I think it's the best version so yeah, far. Yeah, so I can agree with that. I, th I think it's – I mean – there's some things we tried that didn't work, and you just, nah, let's take that out. Right. Um, but when it was the Irish stout, we did a bunch of different varieties of it, too. We put Cinnamon Toast Crunch in it one year. We put Irish Cream in it, which was actually really good. That I want to do good. that again. Yeah, yeah. We might want to um, keep that one but, And those else. were her ideas. Like, she she came up with a bunch of ideas for yeah. that Irish stout. So we brewed the heck out of it. The, the one year for the pig roast, we brewed it twice just in, like, one no. brew day. Oh, you guys made the Lucky Snout. That's yep. what that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which isn't gone. We'll still be making yeah. it. We didn't make it this year for St. Patrick's Day because yeah. we wanted to try something else. But that recipe still exists too. It's yeah. just a slight tweak on the on the malts and yeah. a little bit of a different hop. So you started to get into it a little bit here about Lori bringing ideas to you and you putting them into the recipe. How do you guys? How do you guys come together? Because you're very creative and you're very neurotic. So <laughs> when you put these things together. That's, I think that's how you find the award-winning award -winning formula. So how does that work out? How do you guys come to the table together for that? Um, well, a lot of them, like, you'll start with an idea, like, of components. And, like, well, if you put those together, it's going to taste similar to this. If we went to that direction, we can add this to, like, pump that up. and Yeah. Just... Yeah, I think sometimes <laughs> it starts with a name. Yeah. Like even like, oh, this name, but we want to match that name with a dessert or a cocktail or something. Then from that collab, like us talking together about it, it goes to her where I'm like, well, what flavor? Like she's a baker. She's was a bartender. She's very good at making co craft cocktails and and baked goods and food and everything. So she's like a, a creative mind on that end in our artwork. So. I'll kind of ask like, Hey, what are the main things in that cocktail in that dessert? And, um, are they feasible for a they, beer? Yeah. <laughs> and how do we get that in the beer? Do we use that? Do we use something that tastes like that? Is there a hop we can get that from? Um, and then just, I, I probably talk her to death about what hops I'm thinking <laughs> about using. Um, and then we, yeah, then we just execute from there and you know, you try, uh, your your best guest, and I, I think for some of our weirder ones, we have like a contingency plan. Like, oh, this has strawberry in it, but if there's not enough strawberry, um, you know, after it's done, we can try to do this to get more in. Like, yeah. what other ways can we get flavors in there if they're not prominent enough? And she's a 
uh, an expert at that. She's basically makes simple syrups for a lot of our I stuff. Liquefy everything. Yeah, she's That's she's awesome. good at liquefying <laughs> almost any dessert. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's a complete collaborative effort. Except yeah, I don't have much creativity. Yeah, that's um, as far as like branching out. Like, if you just are like, "Hey, I need a cream," I'll be like, "Okay, I can bring you cream." Yeah. Out. <laughs> so then, how does that? So then, when that part gets done, then that has to come to you because you do the artwork. So, how does the beer kind of reach your creative brain to come out with some of the coolest logos? Because some people don't even know the names of beers; they just mm-hmm. say like the one with the turtle. Michael Myers, uh, Taylor Swift. She looks like she's killing Freddy Krueger. Like they just, they know that. So how does the beer speak to you so you can get to the artwork? That that the the hef the hefty one's sick. Like the the south of south hef, of heaven. That is so cool. Yeah. So how how does that work out for you? Well, that's yeah. Like that one, we had the idea, and they just okay. So it's off this band. What other kind of things can we play off of? And got into the logos. We pick parts of the movies, try to make sure that the ingredient is somewhere in there. And I, most of them lately, I didn't on the first one, try to hide our logo somewhere in the picture. Yeah. So. That's cool. So let's, let's talk real quick though about, there's like a short line of beers you guys have together and it's horror movies and Taylor Swift songs. And that's one of my favorite things to talk about. So how did you guys come together with that? Like how, what was the thought process to put those things together? Who likes Taylor Swift first and foremost? It was <laughs> so I don't know how that – I think I jokingly came up with a name that was a Taylor Swift reference. I think it was the Oh My God, Look at That Face was the first one. I think so. Which is our apple fritter ale. Yeah. And we were like, oh, yeah, that's kind of a fun idea. And then I think we were drinking one night and you, you might have dared – like, well, you wouldn't do a whole line of that. And I just started spitting out We just started making <laughs> lyrics. everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then she she put the signs together. It, it's like kind of pairing. We were trying to pair a Taylor Swift lyric with with a movie, a movie and then that movie with a dessert from like the setting of the movie or something. Oh, like okay, that. yeah, yeah. Which yeah, we've start, we haven't loosely come up with, interpreted sometimes. Yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, it's fun. We haven't done a new one in a while, but we have some ideas kicking around. Cool. We just need even more beer festivals. So yes, hire us. <laughs> you just need some more Taylor Swift, I guess. Have, yeah. you, have you listened to the new album no, yet? I didn't go listen you to the need new to. Album. Mm-hmm. He's lying to you. <laughs> he sends me audio. I haven't snippets. heard it yet. Coming through <laughs> the rooms here. So. Yeah, she would know. I, I don't listen to music quietly. No, <laughs> no never did. So let's take a moment to talk about how you two are giving back to the craft beer scene because it's given so much to you and you guys have then turned your attention back towards the scene so adam you're in trash as a leader and mm. now you're a judge um mm. to no. a degree no. you are I, I you assume that role for at least a competition i assume that role for yeah. one category in one competition because they were short one people i yeah. am i am new judge okay well, well you took on the responsibilities yes. at least so you're providing insight to new brewers. Uh, how does this help you stay creative? Uh, or, or do you think of different approaches to beers you have already have recipes for after speaking to other people? Um, it's a little bit of both. Uh, first, I'd like to say thanks to Tyler Johnson, who is a national beer judge that I got to judge with. Oh, that's and cool. he kind of walked me through judging because I, like, I was a last-minute replacement uh, for somebody who couldn't make it. And it was like a really enjoyable experience. And then I could bounce questions and stuff off of him and he would respond like not leading me but like just answering the question 
letting me run with my opinion on stuff. Um, it was and it was a really cool experience. So I got to yeah, I got to do Blondales and Pale Ale. Blond yeah, Blondales and Pale Ales. Oh, that's cool, man. So it was a cool category too, and some good beers. Um, yeah, I don't like getting to be in these. I'm in a vice president of trash and like I'm in the troop club too. And I've gone to some ways meetings. Like I'm, I try to bounce yeah. between all the, you're getting yourself around there. Yeah. Um, but it's just cool to see what new ideas people are coming up with and people like attach themselves to certain styles that they like to brew the most and they get really good at it and have their own techniques. Um, so it's just sharing like a sharing of techniques is mostly what I get out of it. Like a style yeah. is a style. Right. If you did something crazy with an adjunct, like, Oh, we, we'll talk about that. And like, yeah. It's it's cool to just hear everybody's ideas on different adjuncts, um, but yeah, it's it's mostly just the collab. And now I've been there for a few years, so like I'm seeing new brewers come in and yeah. asking me for advice, which that's gotta be cool, man. It's a bad idea, but <laughs> no, man. I try to help everybody, or if they, or even we've had members um, since during COVID and after, but now after COVID. Uh, come that don't even brew yet and just want to check it out yeah. and ask they've come here and brewed with me just to check it out and see if they're if they have an interest in it yeah. and i'm fine with that too so speaking of having people come over uh, you do have a lot of dealings with local businesses as we talked about the dark root uh stout that you created for ricky shout out to ricky over there and you have other collabs that you're going to be uh getting involved with is this something that you you like to do and you want to continue to do do you think that's a good way to push your talent to some spotlight in a sense. Yeah. It's not even so much about the spotlight. I think a lot of the collabs we're doing are, um, for a good cause or for a cause for the homebrew club or something like that. Um, yeah, this year we're doing uh beer for, to support the, um, the people of Ukraine, um, yeah. make peace, not war, make peace, not war, uh, with hoot design and first at brew box. Uh, so we have that coming in July. Actually. Yeah. Actually, in June, that'll be ready. In, some of that'll be ready in June, cool. um, and we'll basically be taking donations for the beer and giving it to the Red Cross. And I think uh, Lori found a uh, an animal shelter in the Ukraine. That oh, nice! Help. Yeah, there's a shelter. I've been on their Patreon for years. Cool. And now they're yeah posting what what they're doing and taking in abandoned pets. And they had a donkey that had some shrapnel in its leg the other oh, day. Like they have all all sorts of crazy stuff going on so they're staying behind to help the animals wonderful yeah. so and, and Lori, so your contributions are starting to pile up here too which is a good thing like you just joined uh pink boots you're now mm -hmm. a member of that so w what's the importance of joining pink boots what does it mean to you um i was a little intimidated to join at first because i didn't think i was at that level like i'm not professional or everything anything but just talking to people like they just so immediately like welcoming and just being with other women it's everyone's so su supportive and yeah it's just part of the community that's awesome <laughs> so, so it, clearly it's important to you mm -hmm. uh, to see uh, women come from you know a place where they're not being as recognized for their influence in the brewery scene to come into the front of the house and be in the forefront like necromancer mm -hmm. is one of the things i can think of the most how important is it to you to see a female influence in craft beer i mean i probably wouldn't be as involved as i am right now if it wasn't for seeing those other people first so okay. <laughs> yeah how do you feel that uh you're going to be able to 
So like you being in pink boots and you being at the front of of that being not being the front of that, but being in part of it, and then being one of the figureheads here at Bash Brew, do you feel that's going to help other women take that step forward as well? Um, hopefully, maybe we can get some more in the homebrew groups. That'd be nice. Yeah, so absolutely, just, yeah. Try to reach out to other ones, maybe at the festivals and everything that we're doing. Yeah, there's always some sneaky sneaky brewing going on, and I know some women are scared to step out of the you know they're they're afraid of you know how it used to be i think times are changing yeah i think so yeah and i think it's it's a good thing too and i'm, I'm glad to see uh people take that initiative and it's always great to see someone that i i really respect take that step forward too it's going to be incredible um yeah we had one well, i mean we have one new member already this year to trash who's a female who we featured her and her husband's oh yeah last week fifth season yeah fifth season yeah. um and she yeah she's really into it she was at the pink boots event with us yeah. and just like man she she can talk shop yeah better than anybody like she knows nice. her shit there's a lot of women in pittsburgh and nationally but here in pittsburgh we have yeah a really great community and it kind of reminds me of ice cool. hockey like how like pittsburgh wasn't an ice hockey town then mary lemieux shows up and all of a sudden there's like rinks everywhere i kind of feel like you're gonna be a part of that movement where it's you guys are just gonna help open up the floodgate a shot in the arm yeah and that's exactly what needs to happen and we talked too about you being an animal lover yeah so how are you using beer I and mean, we're doing make peace uh not war and you're giving money to uh that foundation mm -hmm. are there other foundations that you subscribe to oh a ton yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah if we can get you some more benefits i'd love to for as many as we can so wonderful yeah the actually the very first beer festival we did in Pittsburgh benefited uh, Biggie's Bullies. Oh, nice. It was, yeah. like, it was a homebrew fest, but that, the person. one at Oakmont, yeah. 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 As a pit, pit bull mom, you must be very happy about that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was at that one. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. We're hoping some more of those, like, animal rescues see beer fest as a path to Yeah, I, I've forms. seen more posting because I follow, like, 30 or 40 of them. So, <laughs> <laughs> seen some, like, posts, like, hey, like, beer fest, so they're starting to notice that's a thing, and... Hopefully we can help them figure out how yeah. to plan some more to benefit them too. Great. Wonderful. So do you feel like there's going to be any kind of crossover then since you're, you're Adam, so involved in the homebrew side of it, like all the different groups. And then now you're getting more involved in the like societal, like ideologies and everything with pink boots. You guys can try to bring that together to try to help each other out, like bringing the pink boots influence the home brewing and then taking home brewing into pink boots. Yeah, I think that I think that would be killer. I know there were a couple officers from the homebrew clubs at the Pink Boots event, you know, and enjoying it. I mean, we're all friends already. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the homebrew guys, especially the ones that have been in uh, for a long time, have seen these women come up in in the beer industry, and, and you know, yeah. we're just all friends. Yeah. Same as if a, a guy was owning uh, owned the brewery, or if a minority owned the brewery. Like, it's just a community. It's just yeah. a bunch of friends. But I'll go out and like to try each other's beers. That's cool. And hang. So, yeah, I think there could be crossover, and I'm definitely for that. Yeah. Be a cool, unique opportunity for sure. I'm pr See, I don't – I think we're doing – I think some of the homebrewers that won the competitions are – I know we're brewing at local breweries for yeah. the uh, National Homebrew Conference that's coming up. And I think some of those are women-owned and Pink Boots Society cool. driven. I, th I think like Intergroove's doing – Doing a collab, I think there might be one at Necromancer. So, like, 
yeah, I think it's already happening. Just cool. You know, just kind of organically. Wonderful. So let's dive into some successes and failures for a moment, because every every inch of growth has at least one centimeter of regression, right? Yep. So, Lori, what do you feel is the absolute highlight of your experience with the brewing scene right now? If I have just one, like yeah, it's mostly just the events. Like that's we spend months working up to getting logos and beers and everything together, and then it's just get there and just want to hang out with everybody and try everything. Like that's that moment of getting to see everybody and see what we all been working towards. Cool. Yeah. So do you? So in juxtaposition, then do you have anything that's ever happened that you feel is like, damn it, how did this go wrong? Not too bad. Like we haven't seriously like broke anything in the house or anything yet. <laughs> you, you, yeah, you haven't. <laughs> say, what have we damaged the most by the doing ki- this? The kitchen oh, floor. Yeah, yeah our say, kitchen floor died. That's that was all you. Yeah. Say, Adam, what have you hidden so well? <laughs> <laughs> so, Adam, same question, man. What do you feel is your highlight so far? I have to agree. Uh, just um, the festivals, which kind of led to us doing more collabs and like community effort stuff um is my favorite part for mm-hmm. sure even we talked about doing we did the bash cancer over covid um just because we had time on our hands and wanted to do something good and uh she designed the logo for that and most of the beer um recipe and we actually used the pink boots hot blend that year in that nice. beer. so um good. that was huge and yeah being able to be a homebrewer involved in this make peace not war effort and uh just everything else yeah we've been doing like the collabs are really cool nice i'm enjoying it good so failure then the kitchen floor kitchen floor (laughs) (laughs) destroyed the kitchen floor i destroyed our old stove but it was old like the stove's fine it was old yeah Yeah, but i I that stove had it coming oh i scorched so much (laughs) stuff on it um i don't know there's like something like my personal low light yeah, like if you if something that stands out to you, or you're like the ultimate damn it situation. We had, I did, I I had to dump a, a really good beer. Well, it, I ruined it, but we had to dump some of the apple fritter last year, and that crushed mm-hmm. me. Yeah, and it was, uh, I was using a new fermenter for the first time, and just oxygen hit it in the keg when we were transferring it to the keg. I I goofed up. I didn't know how to use. I should have. Watched a couple more YouTube videos, <laughs> maybe read the manual. Um, but, you know, it happens. It was only one of – it was five of the 10 gallons got oxidized. Yeah. And we had to – we couldn't take it to right. the festival. So, um, But we, we had that other keg, and it, it made us – we had it up until the last half hour. Okay. So we kicked the one keg we had. The backup keg we could have used, but wasn't completely necessary. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was the half a keg of Jojinator that went into the carpet, too forgot about that that one. was an equipment failure that was not my fault <laughs> that was not my fault that was a bummer though because that was the best that batch was really we good yeah that. and it was only five that's before we went to a 10 gallon system yeah that yeah that's got completely soaked into the carpet our uh our uh dining room smelled like a college dorm room for a while it smelled just like danky nice there. yeah <laughs> oh, man. so you gotta talk a little bit of shit right now you know so what gets your, uh, your gears grinding when you're building up to a competition or a showcase? Lori, you go first. Adam's paranoia. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's let's unpack that for a second. What's the paranoia no, look it's like? Usually the night before in the morning of like uh, every everything's going wrong. This is going to be forgotten. This is something's not getting in the car right. Just lots of I cannot panic attacking. I think I cannot <laughs> stop sweating that, the whole yeah. morning. Yeah. Oh I've even resorted to like packing up the car, then taking like a ten minute shower and getting dressed and leaving. Yeah, like just to try still to like, cold track. You still bring just another to shirt. Sweat yeah, I have to take another shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Embarrassingly Calm enough, down. Oh, you poor thing. <laughs> so the par- the paranoia is also your worst thing. <laughs> yeah, she does. I mean, <laughs> she's a great support system going up to it. I mean, yeah, it's just uh, you know you want your beer to be good. Um, you don't want to be living in your own echo chamber and just thinking it's good. You. Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, I hope everybody likes it. I think it's okay. I don't think I We're just up. opposites on that because I'm at the point where, like, it's it's already made. It is what it is. Like, at this point, like, we're just going. Like, this is it. There's nothing we can do with beer. <laughs> and, to be, and to be honest, like, once <laughs> we get there and I pour the first beer for the first person in line, You're good. I'm good. Yeah. It melts away. I could definitely see that on you, too. Because you are a, a bit of a manic express until you pull the handle first it's, time when we get like in since i'm so manic about it we'll get there early like as early as we can set yeah. up as quick as we can and then i'm just waiting for the doors to open and i'm just like, around, <laughs> like try, trying the beers over and over again and like oh it's yeah it's it's bad i definitely have the i i'd call it, i'd call it the try this adams try this try this yeah. try this try mm-hmm. this try this after the show i got some stuff you need to yeah, try, try this do you taste this i think it suddenly tastes like this i've yeah. never tasted this but right now now that we're about to pour yeah this right is now. it it's fine it's adrenaline it's adrenaline it's my it's my rush it's why i like it so, so speaking of a good rush adam Lori, what's the next big thing for bash Bros. is there something in the works or something you guys can talk about do you have a desire for the next big thing that you hope that it could be what's that looking like for you guys i think the next big thing we can talk about and we've already announced it on the podcast is barrel and flow I yeah think that's a huge step uh we've wanted to do it since uh s- since it came to the city you know since fresh fest started and then barrel and flow then it barrel and flow started last yeah. year's uh, just to be a part of that, to collab with somebody for it, which we will be doing, um, and have our own beer there, and yeah. just be pouring our jockey box at a festival where national people are coming together to further the beer industry. Cool. Um, it's the biggest. It's awesome. Yeah. So, Lori, what about you? Yeah, I think that's the next biggest thing. Because like we're entering stuff like that. It's like, are they? I don't know if they're actually going to let us in. Like, are we allowed? <laughs> are we allowed in here? Like, is this? We're still small. Like <laughs> you got, you so guys are actually than around you. other far more successful people. Yeah, yeah. that's it's a good feeling. Yeah, and it's different. <laughs> I, it's the same feeling I got when we did the first big pour. Yeah. Like but, but only because like it's it is a bigger deal. But it's just like at that time it's like oh my goodness, dogfish is over there. Yeah, and it's like. Yeah, dog, Dogfish's beer is over there. The reps are pouring it, but, you know. Yeah. I mean, some of the local breweries, though, yeah. it was the brewers. Like, right. It's like, oh, my gosh, there's there's the guys from Hitchhiker over there. There's Couch over here. Like, we're just talking to the people from Grist House, and it's really cool. But, like, for Barrel and Flow, like, Revolution, the brewers are there. Like, yeah. all these national breweries, the brewer is there. Um, that's sick it's cool enough just meeting them and saying hey i've always liked your beer yeah on the guest side of the table but to have the honor to be pouring i mean even if this is the only year we get to do it 
until we grow bigger. Yeah. Because I, I want the festival to get too big. Yes. To, to For homebrewers to be able to do it. But I'm glad it's the size it is now. And we we get our just our moment to be yeah. there. I think it's wonderful. Awesome. And I could say before we go into the next uh, thing here, how uh, extremely proud I am of both of you. And it doesn't, it's not easy to stay the course like this. So every accomplishment you guys achieve is well-earned and very well-deserved. So thank you for also allowing me to be any kind of part of it. So I appreciate that. Thanks, man. So we are going to move into our lightning round. Adam knows this all too well. We are a combat sports-focused podcast, Lori. So great. got to get a little nervous here. <laughs> These questions... Uh, they, they they have right and wrong answers. They're true and false. Oh. Uh, the person with the most points here at the end of this lightning round can actually buy an advantage in the second half of the show. So this is very important that you focus on this because oh they are true and false. There is no chance to steal, and there are only eight questions for a piece. You definitely want to have this advantage in the next round. Okay. Okay. Uh, I believe it's only fair that ladies get to go first. Sure. Okay. Sure you skewed the questions? I didn't. I didn't. You'll see. You'll see off the rip. Now that we're done being nice to each other, I'm sure you're It's going to get weird. I'm sure you're putting a fork in me right now. Mm. Lori, the Dudley boys have held tag titles in ECW, WCW, WWE, NWA, IWGP, and TNA. Is this true or false? I lost track of how many letters you even said there. Um, True? That is correct. All they right. have held titles in all those promotions. <laughs> all right, it's not that skewed. That wasn't that easy. Adam. Not for her. Sasha Banks and Snoop Dogg are related. True. That is true. They are cousins. Lori, Brock Lesnar is the only athlete to ever appear in a video game for the WWE, UFC, and the NFL. False. It is true. No. He did play for no. the uh, the Minnesota Vikings. I'm not sure if he made I, it. I, I just thought sure maybe some other it. random person was too. Adam, <laughs> Tito Ortiz's real name is Derek. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! It should be, but I don't think it. I think that's false. False. It's Jacob. Okay. Jacob oh, that's, Ortiz. That's bad too. Lori. He looks like a Derek. Boss Rulton has dominated the Shamrock family with a record of six zero and zero. True or false? True. It is false. Oh, he wow. is two and three against Frank and Ken. No idea. I had no idea on that one either. Adam, speak, even help you. speaking of the Shamrocks, Ken and Frank aren't really brothers. True or false? Like by blood? True or false? Are they really brothers? They aren't really brothers. True or false? They aren't really brothers. True or they false? They aren't. Or are they brothers? Speaking of the Shamrocks, Ken and Frank <laughs> aren't aren't really brothers. I'm sorry. I had to now keep posing it back and cute. forth. Uh, they are not brothers. They are not really brothers. Is my answer? Uh, true. They were adopted by Bob Shamrock, who ran a boys' home in California. Just say technically they're like I don't know what that would be adopted brothers. Adopted yeah, brothers. Not yeah. brothers. Yeah. Lori. Frank Mir was a bouncer for the Spearmint Rhino. True. That is true. He did <laughs> hold down the door uh, for the Spearmint Rhino. Adam, last question. You've already won this round, yeah, but I want to see if you know been. this. Uh, Mike Goldberg calls bull riding competitions in his spare time. <laughs> uh, false. Uh, correct. He calls airplane races. He actually calls the uh, the Red Bull 
uh, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. calls those. His, his play-by-play is actually fantastic. He's not calling UFC anymore. So. Nope. Yeah, he doesn't even call Bellator anymore. Nope. So we are going to move into a break with some ads. We do have some cool people that support us, and we support them. So when you support our, our sponsors, you support us. When you support us, bring us pretty cool stuff. Like I get to talk to my friends over here uh, from Bash Brew, and Adam's wearing Hop Nation t-shirt. Love you guys. All right, we'll see you on the other side. Nice ink, Adam. Yeah, I got your name on my ass. <laughs> uh, I was talking about your forearm, though. Oh, yeah. Well, I've been taking care of it. Yeah, it looks great, man. Uh, what, are, what are you using? I'm using Lucky 13's Tattoo Cleanser and Healing Ointment. This ointment is incredibly fresh and invigorating. It effectively removes all surface oils and dirt while not dehydrating your new tattoo. Dude, I actually got some of Lucky 13's Tattoo Balm. It's all natural, not oily, and applies easily. The balm improved my color and definition, and the vibrance on this ink makes it look like it's brand new. Oh yeah, man. I found their products after taking their online quiz, and it pointed me in the right direction. Hey, guess what? And right now, if you use our promo code, MATA193529, you can save 25% on your entire order from their site. From the first line of your tattoo to the first year of your tattoo and beyond, Lucky 13 has you covered to keep that ink looking fresh. Hello, everyone. My name is Nick. I'm the host of Nikolai's Kitchen, and I'm also the host of the annual live stream for The Cure. Livestream for The Cure is a charity event where we raise money with content creators and podcast partners from around the world for the Cancer Research Institute, a wonderful nonprofit researching cancer immunotherapy, training the body's immune system to fight all forms of cancer. This is a mission and a future that I truly believe in. And myself and my team worked tirelessly over the past five years to raise over $50,000 for this cause. This year, we're aiming for our biggest single goal to date of $20,000, and we cannot do it without your help. Please join us for the event May 19th through the 21st, starting at 9 a.m. Eastern, for 45 hours of content from people all over the world. Together, we can bring hope for a future immune to cancer. The more eyes we reach, the more dollars we raise. Please help us in making this goal a reality. Together, we can make a difference. Welcome back. Hopefully you heard something that you like, because when you support our sponsors, then you support us. When you support us, we bring you some pretty cool stuff. So we are in round two. We're about to get in something very fun. I did a lot of hard work got something cool together for us to play but before we do that we have another beer it is round two put it all together <claps> call it round two beers what we got how appropriate for round two we have version two okay of the collaboration beer between Ooh. abjuration brewing and crime and punishment brewing and we actually had their first collab on the podcast a few months ago i don't remember exactly what episode it was but i do remember i really enjoyed it so when i saw this got released i went and picked some up yeah, well, thank you very much for that, Adam. Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, that was, I think that was just a few episodes ago. It wasn't too long nah, ago. Yeah, it was a couple months ago. Was it? Yeah, I think it was before. I think it was last fall, actually. Okay. But, uh, yeah, now we're just all pouring. I should read what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a uh, hazy IPA collab between, like I said, Abjuration and Crown and Punishment. Um, it is uh, kettle hopped with Nectaron hops and Whirlpool with Nectaron, Motueka, and Rowaka hops. So we got some New Zealand in the house. Yeah. Um, and then it's a uh, two row and oats, and it's supposed to be a soft top, tropical blast notes of 
misty citrus, orange pith, passion fruit, and pineapple. So dig on in. I already had some of this on draft. Yeah. I have not had any of the cans yet, though. Man, that's a haze bomb. Look at that. Look at that fluffy head on there. Dude, that's that's nice. It's like I a might, pancake. I might just watch it spill onto my laptop and yeah. not grab it. Yeah. Let's ruin our laptop real quick. It's okay. So Wouldn't be the first one. You already know where to find abjuration. You just got to find Crime and Punishment now. Just search them on all social media. It's Crime and Punishment Brewing on, I believe, Facebook they're, and Instagram. They're in Philly. So and, if you're yeah, on the other side of the state. Grab them up. Yeah. Uh, definite juice bomb. Everything about this reads hazy. And all those fruits come out. I mean, this this thing is this is like a dessert in a glass. I get it. That orange pith description is perfect. That's 100%. exactly what I, I taste. Yeah. I get some other citrus in there and then just orange pith all the way. I love it. That about orangey you, bitterness. What do you got, Lori? Yeah, I like this one. Not usually a huge IPA person, but this one's this one's one I can drink. Wonderful. Okay. So it's a we, hoppy one too. It's very hoppy. It, it, it's pretty hoppy. It I like pretty hoppy. hoppy. It made me burp instantly, like as soon as I got it. It's very pillowy. And just to reiterate, did we say where abjuration was on this episode? Yeah, uh, uh, Dumbakee's Rocks. Rocks. Yeah, yeah. good. Yeah. Good check them out. Yeah, and I said they had the nice outdoor. Uh, oh, that's area. right. That's yeah. right. That's right. Which I'll just reiterate that again. McKee's Rocks outdoor seating area, awesome, awesome spot to go I to. Believe you can take your dogs to the outdoor. To the outdoor. Oh, yes. Yeah. Pupper friendly. Those are always good. Yeah. So this is my favorite segment. It's Adam versus guests. And because I have two of my favorite people here, I want to pit them against each other to see if I can make them play the newlywed game. Yay. <laughs> You're trying to yeah. trying to steer me into a fight on yeah. my anniversary week. Absolutely. You bastard. It's an old game. It's a hilarious game. We'll work through some of the best questions I could find and come up with, see who knows their partner better. Or see if you guys can agree on some things. So the winner of the lightning round does get to take an advantage here. So Adam, since you won the lightning round, you're going to cash in all your points. So you get a chance to purchase one of the following. Uh, a skip, which is pretty self-explanatory. You get to skip a question. No harm, no foul. Uh, you get the give me a hint where your opponent can give you three words that give you uh, a direction of the answer. And then number three, tech support, where you get to use your phone for 15 seconds after I ask the question. I'm in. I'm way too slow on my phone to use that one. Okay. So I'm going to go with the hint. Perfect. All right, Lori, keep that in mind. If he asks to use, give me a hint, you get to use any three words to give him any kind of direction that you feel you want to towards the answer. So round one Hopefully is... there's no questions about whoopee. Remember on the old show, <laughs> instead of saying sex, they said could you whoopee. Could you describe your, your partner's efforts in whoopee? <laughs> Cushion. With a waffle? <laughs> <laughs> With your favorite waffle topping? <laughs> Strawberry jam. Ew. <laughs> so round one, I like to call it the warm-up. So, Lori, please for a second, close your eyes. Adam, what color are Lori's eyes? Green. Is that accurate? Oh, okay. Adam, what is Lori's middle name? Aaron. A.A. Ron? Uh, with an E. <laughs> and lastly, who is Lori's celebrity crush? Male or female? Whoever she wants to smash first, bro. Shakira. Male? Timothy Oliphant. <laughs> <laughs> Directed by Dick Wolf. <laughs> no, he's not. No. Oh, she likes that guy too. Oh, yeah. They're both up there. 
Tim- Timothy. I would rather Timothy say was Timothy was my face first one. Chris Maloney, though. He's too old. That's gross. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Could be my grandpa. Ew. <laughs> Ooh, grandpa fucker. <laughs> Is he about the same age as uh, yours? Ew. So. Ew. I don't. Ew. Wait, my crush. <laughs> How old is Mr. Stamos now? <laughs> <laughs> My male crush, yeah, you're right. Accurate. Ew, I also like wrinkly balls. <laughs> yes, you do. Lori. At least mine has hair. Let's let's uh, fight about it. Oh shit. <laughs> Lori, what is Adam's favorite color? Black. That's easy. What's his go to commercial beer? Oh, the hams. Hams, hams. I mean, it is. It is always in the basement. <laughs> and lastly, Adam. Adam, close your eyes. What color are Adam's eyes, Lori? Hazel. They're poop brown. Uh, they are hazel. They're hazel. <laughs> you guys need to know what you're doing here. Uh, Which means a little bit of them are. Oh, yeah, there's a little. There's a <laughs> little bit of shit in your eyes. It's a hint of shit. Now in your I have eyes. conjunctivitis. <laughs> so we're going to move into round two here. It's I'd call it. How does this match up? So. I want to see if you guys can agree on something here. So I'm going to ask each of you a question. I'll ask you for an answer and you tell me if they're right or wrong. Sound about right? Okay. Lori, what's the last thing you two argued about? Trying to get Adam to go to bed. <laughs> Adam, do you feel that's accurate? <laughs> that's correct. How's that, lo- how's that look? So whenever Adam won't go to bed, what's it look like for you guys? You want me to just act it out? Yeah, actually, improv this shit. And then she'll say, Adam, how about you go to bed? No, not even tired. But I shut. I say, you forgot the loud snoring. snores going yeah, on yeah. and your head kind of going like this. Back <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not even I'm not tired. Sleeping. I want I'm sleeping. I'm watching this. I'm watching Yeah. <laughs> A lot of them watching this, and then we'll rewatch it the next day. I'll be like, "Oh, I missed this ten minutes." You're a fucking. She's like, "Yeah, you were asleep." Oh, there's times you fly up and like, "Oh, we haven't watched. We should watch this." Like we did yesterday. <laughs> I've watched episode four of the most recent season of the Ozarks six times. I've, I, I keep falling asleep. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's not boring either. I just try yeah. to watch it at one a.m. all the time, and it's not. You're boring. a dad. You know that. You're a dad at heart. Without the kids. Yeah. Yep. I'm a cat dad. You're a cat dog, dad. Man. Catcher, we're driving me crazy. Lori, what's one thing you guys can never agree on? The cats. Adam, is that accurate? <laughs> I agree that we have cats. <laughs> I feel like there's the, the, the phrase too have, many. I think we have too many cats. <laughs> there's not too many cats. I think we have too many we have three many cats you have three cats we have th- no we have three we have cats. cats too many we have five cats. Have five. <laughs> Lori, how many cats would you like to have more than five more than five <laughs> what, what's the cutoff number for yeah, you yeah what do you think is too many well right now it's five <laughs> because that's where we're stuck at. there you go that's the cutoff for her right now where you feel uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> adam what's your favorite meal to split with your wife Pizza. Lori? That's one of the things that's big enough to yeah. split, yeah. so yeah. We've split sushi, though. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. We kind of... No. Most often pizza. No. Yeah, most often pizza. I was going to say 
chicken wings, but no. No. I get. I off- have two. You have the other ten. Or no. So. Just get- <laughs> yeah, that or. That's an accurate statement. That or I get something extremely spicy. And yeah. Something yeah. like flavor. Not yeah. fucking on fire. I yeah. don't like my food to cause me pain. Uh, it's, it's terrible because that's all he does. It's, it's sadomasochism yeah. on this side of yeah. the table. Live for it. <laughs> so many people at Insurrection have seen you cry. Yep. <laughs> Speaking of crying, uh, if Adam's going to cry on their dream on his dream vacation, where would you guys go? Is that mine again? Yep. Uh, he had beers in another country. Probably do somewhere in Europe. Adam? <laughs> yep. Germany, October Festival. Oh, nice. Go. Yeah. What do you think uh, is, is the best part about, about October Fest other than the beer? Lederhosen. Would you wear Lederhosen? I say you got to get when some. In, yeah. When, well, not when. When in Rome. Rome. <laughs> when in Munich. Yeah. When yeah. in Munich. Yeah. I want you to that. That's fine. Oh, dude. It, That's fine. I will. Can you? Uh, I'll even wear one of their stupid elf hats. Oh, you're going to piss off Germany. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do you call those? I'm sure it's something traditional that you're saying it disingenuously. Or like a... Go L- ahead. Take L- a stab at Luderdorfen? it. I'll wear one of their Luderdorfen hats. Are you just taking a stab at that? Just making Dorfen yeah. like a... I went, just put Luder in front of how I think they would say Dolphin. And Luder... <laughs> dolphin. Welcome fin, to America. Finn. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. So- Welcome to America. Speak, we... speak Spanish real quick, Adam. Hola. <laughs> Me llamo Adam. Yeah, okay. perfect. Five years. Canamac failed me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Canamac. Uh, so the last round here, it's, uh, well, what happened was, uh, so when you're growing as a couple, sometimes perceptions are changed <laughs> in the ethers of, oh, no. <laughs> Just spilled beer all over my left breast. Is this usually when he has to go to bed? That's it. <laughs> No, I'm trying. I'm, I'm watching this. I'm watching this. Oh Jesus! I know what we do as a couple. Here we go. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> I clean him. I bathe him. <laughs> <laughs> it's too good. Better take it away. So, Adam, what is one word that your partner would use to describe you on your first date? How would she say you acted? Lucky. Lucky. So yeah, I was lucky to be on the date with her. Lori, is that accurate? I mean, it's accurate, but that's probably not how <laughs> I describe him. <laughs> how would you describe him then? I'm nervous. Nervous? That's accurate. Little train wreck over there. I always am. What'd you wear? Oh, if, your... if you think I'm nervous, just loading kegs into yeah. a car for a beer festival. Yeah, first date nervous. Woo. What do you what What do you uh, What'd you wear on your first date, Adam? It's a great question. Fucking pencil skirt. That's a great question. Well, it was back in the day of affliction shirts. Oh, and God. I, I don't think I was wearing them still then. Though. You were bedazzled, mm, weren't so. you? I, say, no. I mean, a black T-shirt is a solid answer because that is yeah, was, 99% of the time what you are wearing. A, it was probably a black metal band T-shirt. Yeah, probably. Uh, we were just meeting at a bar. Yeah. Not a fancy. Well, I guess that's kind of our first date. One time I wore... I was first the time we nervous. talked to you. Yeah, I just got a black t-shirt. That's a safe bet. So, we were going out to a nice dinner. It might be a black button shirt. I was like, the one time I got to see you wear a button shirt with a collar was your wedding. <laughs> that was always good. I, yeah. work. I have to wear that shit to work. You sure don't. Hey, you even so, switched to blue for the wedding. For the yeah, suit. That's right. That was a big change. And he has puffy hair. And a pink tie. Yeah. 
Very puffy hair. Yeah, very puffy hair. Yeah. <laughs> Lori, what is one thing that you feel Adam has changed his mind on completely since you met him? Dogs. Yeah. He, he didn't like I dogs. Didn't like dogs. I got he bit, likes dogs I got now. bit by a dog when I was like 12. And I Don't like cry dogs. about it. No, I just didn't <laughs> like it. I just wasn't going to own a dog. And then we had the most ornery, angry dog ever, and you loved her. Yeah, I had to pick her poop up. And then you were afraid of pit bulls, and we got Tucky. Yep. And he's the biggest soft idiot you've ever met. Yeah, you changed my mind on a bunch <laughs> of dogs. I got a dog tattooed on me now. Yeah, that, you do. So. You, cha- you, you like changed dogs your whole now. mindset. Yep. Wonderful. Adam, what adjective do you think you would use to describe Lori on the wedding day, on your wedding day? How would you describe Lori? Adjective. One adjective. One. I mean, there's like easy one. Like you just say beautiful. But that's like, yeah, it's a cop out, yeah, though. That's a- Let's make this fun. That's lame. Uh, just one word? Just one word. You can't go with like no. three adjectives. It's one word. <laughs> That's what makes it a hard question. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. She was... She's beautiful. Perfect. She's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Cop out. Cool. She's perfect. <laughs> well, what I wanted to say, but you only let me use one word. I wanted to say super fucking hot. Yeah. But <laughs> I know, I know. Wait, wait. She's beautiful, Angel. Just want to give a quick thank you to Kings Rising. Um, for <laughs> you made her look perfect and super fucking hot. Lori, what's one adjective you would use to describe Adam? <laughs> I know the adjective I'd use to describe. Him. Shit. <laughs> That's not an adjective. It can be. Yeah. You can use it however you want to. Like, okay, Lori, I want to hear your answer, but Lori, go ahead. Excited. Excited? Okay. The most excited I've ever seen you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what actually would you use for yourself? Moist. <laughs> <laughs> I still see that quite often, so that's, that's, so, uh, that's not so out of the ordinary. Oh, geez, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm so sweaty. Oh, Adam, do you remember the first gift that Lori ever got you? What was it? <laughs> No. No? The first thing she ever got you ever. A beer. A beer? Yeah, yeah. she probably like got me a beer out of yeah. the fridge. Sure. sure. Yeah. <laughs> no. In, in all seriousness, I don't I think maybe concert tickets. Yeah? I think, yeah. Like if it's the first real gift she got concert I think tickets. So. She shot for the fucking man. I think so, but I can't even remember what Was it Five Finger Death Punch? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Volbeat opening for five finger death. Zoltan opened the sky. Uh <laughs> No, I can't remember who it was, but yeah, yeah I think that's what it was. Is that accurate, Lord? What was the first concert we went to? The first one I bought you tickets to was the Ant Word, but I don't know what you. Oh, yeah, that's like that's a cool show. Yeah, that was fun. Lori, what's the first thing Adam got you? He sent me flowers, and I still have them. Ah, They're dried so in the sweet. kitchen in a vase from DC <laughs> to her yes. job. Oh, they nice. were delivered at I work, think so, right? Yeah. yeah. You sent them to work. Oh, wonderful. I only delivered her flowers to the house once, and that's when I was a real big dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> that's when I'm just in trouble. Yeah. I'm being romantic when I send them to work. How big does the bouquet get as you get bigger of an asshole? 
Oh, you just hit that max. You don't even, like, 1-800-Flowers, the super-duper blooper, I made a mistake. Size, boom. Oh, one yeah. of those. I saw that one, too, that size. It's like, do you want roses? You just, type, you just check the word, duh. I've never been in so much trouble that I had to buy that $50 bear that they just shove on the outside. <laughs> That's a ripoff. That's a huge ripoff. That thing comes apart as it's in transport. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it, a little bit of rose water dro- drops on it. It just starts to disintegrate. Cool, see you later. It's made out of sugar cubes. <laughs> Lori, what's the first real fight you guys had? What was it over? What was the subject of that fight? I know this one. Adam's paranoia. Mm. False. <laughs> False. What, what was right. it? She drank my last hams. No, no. Yeah. I don't believe that for a heartbeat. We're breaking up. You weren't <laughs> even drinking hams nah. yet. There's definitely, uh, yeah, paranoia. My insecurity, paranoia. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just over the relationship, yeah. Okay. What was the most recent fight then, Adam, you guys had? Hmm. Oh, probably what she said earlier, me not going to bed. Yep. Yeah, look, I can't disagree with that. Look at the growth. When he's drunk, you underestimate how long that takes. Yeah, that can sometimes take, like... That's all we fight about now, is <laughs> me not going to bed, and then I just go to bed. And then I'll be like, oh, you... And then I'll wake up the next morning and be like, I kind of fought you on that, didn't I? <laughs> She's like, uh, yeah, you, you sure fucking did. <laughs> For about an hour and a half. Oh, shit. You're like a toddler oh, sometimes, too. I'll get you in bed, and then like I'll go to the bathroom or something. I'll hear you going back downstairs like, oh, I have to go get him again. <laughs> Be running back down to the basement to the taps. Like, no, no. I have done that before. <laughs> Guilty. I was like, oh, well, I want to go hang out with my friends. They all went home hours Your friends ago. aren't here anymore. Oh, come on, please, one more time. <laughs> I swear I heard something. <laughs> You're like a fucking Christmas story. Somebody put <laughs> Piano Man on down there. I hear it. <laughs> I've even had your friends help me put you to bed, and you still come running out. Oh, yeah. I did a spin move to this one guy once. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, he almost fell down the stairs, then I felt bad and went to bed. <laughs> he made a sound. Ugh. I did a spin move <laughs> on the stairs. <laughs> I didn't fall. I had, like, a case of beer in Good my job. Yeah, you try that. I forgot something downstairs. Yeah. Like, you, you don't need a glass of water. We're not reading another story. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> no more mama lava loves drama go to bed yeah. and i'll order the flowers tomorrow <laughs> so we are going to move into couples advice from the internet these are some fun questions that i found that have been asked to uh couples all over the internet so Lori, adam do pizza toppings go on top of the cheese or under in my opinion i think Classically, I always they've gone on top, but okay. I'm okay if they go under. Lori, I'm good with both, but are we can classically or your preference because I kind of like them under. It just says I enjoy when they're do where do you think they go? So, under is your preference, actually. Best is in the middle, you get a little cheese, then the toppings, then re cheese it. That's pretty they're good. They're like layered in there, yeah, lasagna style. Yeah. That's the way I would do it, yeah, just yeah. I don't mind them under the cheese either, no. no. Pretty good. It'll fall off when you're yeah. trying to eat it while you're driving home with it. Yeah. <laughs> trying to wear it, swerving through traffic. <laughs> uh, what horror movie star do you idolize the most? Do you got one? I got one. If you want me to go Not first. Uh, Linda Blair. Linda Blair. Yeah. Exorcist. Yep. Wonderful. Yeah. I, I just think she was iconic 
she did some really bad movies after that. Yep. But like her after acting, yeah. Um, efforts, her charitable efforts. Yes. I know she helps a lot with uh, you know, like uh, the animal rescues, yep. and uh, I think like child abuse charities and stuff like yeah. that too. So, just a good person and an icon. So, yeah. Lori. Think of characters. I don't know if who they are as people, though. Well, yeah. If you say who they played, well, some of them change. <laughs> I mean, I like uh, Laurie from Halloween. That's been a few different actors, though. So, no, that, well, no, Laurie's mostly Jamie Lee Curtis, Jamie Curtis, but yeah. a few others. You like yogurt? <laughs> Activia. You like yogurt <laughs> I love yogurt. Yeah, so Jamie Lee Curtis, that's a good yeah. one. Probably that one. She's stood the test of time. She's she has. Yeah. So, guys, does distance truly make the heart grow fonder? Well, yeah, we talked yeah. about it. Yeah. We were we were a long distance couple. I think it. I miss out. that sometimes. Yeah, the distance. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! She wishes, I get it. I get. Yeah. It. I get. I get why she says that. Yeah, you're she a bit get, much. Oh well, no, because she, <laughs> she used to be able to just like go out to beers with me and pizza and bad food on a Saturday and then not deal with my forts Sunday morning. She just put me in the car and I'd have to that ride nice. home with it. Yeah. Yeah. I can only imagine. Now she just that has to nice. li- live in the <laughs> debris. <laughs> oh, and since this COVID thing all day, every day, you're never out of the house. No. <laughs> I'd like to be out of the house more too. <laughs> <laughs> so according to you guys, uh, what do you feel is the best self care? So mental health is important. We are in Mental Health Awareness Month. What do you feel is the best self-care? Alcohol. <laughs> okay. What's the healthiest best self-care? Um, I think if you need it, uh, and I did at points, uh, just uh, get a therapist. There's no shame in, in that. I mean, it might even be a deeper issue. It might be something that medication would help you with. and. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to find out instead of just either living with it or worrying about it or uh, hurting people around you. Just go get go talk to somebody and then see where that leads. Yeah. Lori? Uh, mine is going off that distance thing is having time to yourself, like not being afraid to say, okay, no, no matter what this is, I'm not going tonight. I'm not just going out because someone else wants me to. I'm going to do just my own thing for a bit cool yeah i can agree with that i like alone time mm-hmm. a ton and i totally agree with therapy i have a therapist now i love her she's awesome she listens to my bullshit see i, I just always have built-in alone time. like my work days are alone time. like oh, just me and my laptop i wish yeah that'd be nice <laughs> she works with the public so yeah she's yeah. like never-ending sling so but bullshit. there's just some days like where it's like oh there's this your thing going on and she'll just be like you can go i'm just gonna hang in i need to not be around people understandable (laughs) so adam we must find out as we go on to the festival season what's on tap and where can you find us well instead of a what's on tap this week because it's repetitive from last week uh i'd like to say what you can find at best brunch ever from us okay if i could yeah sure those beers are not decided and finished so we'll be bringing a jelly donut uh, IPA. It's a New England IPA. 
that we brewed with Big Daddy Donuts in the in the mash. Matt helped me brew that one. Um, so jelly donuts actually physically in the mash. Uh, then we conditioned it on some vanilla beans and on strawberries. And there's some lactose in it. Cool. So nice, sweet, hoppy treat. And then our second beer we're bringing is the Kicking Kitty Mocha Porter. And that is a high ABV porter that we conditioned. Uh, we brewed it with Cocoa Puffs in the mm-hmm. mash. And then conditioned it on Black Forge coffee beans. Nice. So Wonderful. You'll have, find those two offerings at our table with us three mm-hmm. serving. Yeah. So come say hi. For sure. Anything that's going on with Adam and Lori down here in the brew lab, it's at Bush underscore brew on all social media. It's Facebook, Instagram, sometimes on Twitter, and he's also on Untapped. What's going on with the boys down here in the Joji Tour? We were at Decay and WTB on all social media. It's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Don't forget to send us all your questions, comments, and whatever to Decay and WTB at gmail.com. Go to Redbubble and buy all of our shit where dad hats are always $19.52. We are on live stream for a cure. We're going to kick cancer in the dick. Don't forget about Make Peace, Not War. That beer will be coming out in June. So keep your eyes peeled our socials up for that one. So. From where we are here down the Jojitorium in a nest full of love, wherever you guys are listening to this, happy Mother's Day. And until next time, cheers. Cheers. Oh, I'll do the one-man show. Hey, everybody, it's Adam with the can with the boys. How you all doing? Do you, do you like pickles? I like pickles. <laughs> do you like nickels? I don't, really. What's your favorite beer? I like Pilsners. I like IPAs, too. They're all fun. In second grade, I got bit by a dog, but I still have one.